ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمد رسول الله اما بعد احسن حديث كتاب الله واحسن هدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم ما بعد السلام عليكم dear brothers and sisters We are happy to present you with Dalal Arkham's lecture series held at the Center for Islamic Information and Education, located at 360 South Washington Street, Falls Church, Virginia, 22046, currently located on the web at www.islamaam.com slash study. Email address is dar, D-A-R, underscore, A-L, underscore, A-R-Q-A-M, underscore, 2000, at yahoo.com. Phone number is 703-538-7788. And now, with no further delay, we present to you the topic, Human Rights, given by Sheikh Jafar Idris. I'm going to make a few uh, comments uh, from an Islamic point of view about the concept of uh, human rights. But uh, by way of uh, introduction to this, uh, I would like to say something about uh, a verse uh, which is in Surah Al-Furqan and which reads, وَلَا يَأْتُونَكَ بِمَثَلٍ إِلَّا جِئْنَاكَ بِالْحَقِّ وَأَحْسَنَ تَفْسِيرًا Uh, because this verse uh, shows that it is uh, uh, it is incumbent on uh, on Muslims that whenever uh, the non-Muslims or those who deny the truth come up with uh, with something, then you have to reply and give the Islamic alternative to what they say. Uh, the verse reads, "Wala yatuna kabinathal." إِلَّا جِئْنَاكَ بِالْحَقِّ وَأَحْسَنَ تَفْسِيرًا Whenever they come up with a method uh, Then I will uh, explain the word method Whenever they come up with a method وَلَا يَتُونَكَ بِمَثَلٍ Whenever they come, to you, come up to you with a method uh, We give you the truth And a better explanation Now what is method? Method is used, the word method is used uh, in, in so many verses in the Quran But in almost every verse it has a special meaning You cannot uh, give just one, uh, one English word uh, to translate the word uh, method uh, They say in the books of Tafsir that uh, by method here is meant uh, a question or a suggestion that the kuffar uh, raised against something with which the prophet comes and uh, and, 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 and this means uh, that they uh, they want to give an alternative like an alternative to what the prophet uh, says uh, so perhaps that's why it's called a method because a method originally means something which looks like 
something. You say this is مثل هذا means this is like هذا uh, like this. Uh, sometimes it is used in the sense of example. Uh, but an example also has uh, this meaning of something looking like something else. So it is as if that uh, uh, the, the, the question or the suggestion uh, is uh, uh, by the question or the suggestion uh, they want to say that there is something better than that which you uh, preach or advocate. Uh, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whenever they do this we give you the truth uh, what they suggest is only a method but we give you the truth and a better explanation means a better explanation of the matter uh, pertaining to the method which they, uh, they give now <coughs> this was at the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but the Prophet is dead now and there is no revelation after the Prophet now what do we do? the, 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 the non-Muslims continue to do the same thing that they used to do at the time of the Prophet don't they? they still uh, ask uh, questions which they think are embarrassing to the, to, to, to the Muslims they make suggestions uh, why shouldn't a woman for example leave the prayer <laughs> uh, they, they make suggestions li uh, uh, like this and uh, so what we do there is no revelation uh, now the duty falls upon Muslims now uh, the message is complete in the form of the Quran and the Ahadith of the Prophet so it becomes our duty to look into the various texts of the Quran and the Sunnah and to come up with the truth pertaining to that matter and with a better explanation uh, we should do this I think even uh, if the person uh, who asks the question or makes the suggestion or offers an alternative even if they they do not uh, they are not consciously directing this against Muslims uh, if the, if, if uh, if what they suggest can be is likely to be taken as an alternative to Islam uh, for example <coughs> uh, communism hmm? communism claims that it has uh, a philosophy system of values it is a comprehensive uh, ideology it can explain matters of politics or, uh, or economics or, or, or so so uh, as if they are saying that now we have something that is better than Islam even if they don't say this but those who become communists or, or, or so will consider this as an alternative to other religions so it becomes our duty to say no uh, that this is not a good alternative that uh, that with which Islam came on all the matters which uh, um, communism advocates that uh, Islam came with the truth uh, but what communism offers is not that or suggests is not the truth the same thing applies to capitalism to liberalism so 
uh, I want to, uh, to emphasize the fact that this is part of our duty. You see, the problem of uh, modern Muslims now is that they, uh, they are Muslims as far as personal matters are concerned. Uh, how to pray, we are not influenced by Western civilization in, in the way we pray. <laughs> Uh, how to pray, how to uh, marry, how to divorce, how to, uh, okay. but when it comes to social, uh, political, educational uh, uh, matters, we are influenced by the West. And, and I think that this is partly uh, because uh, we uh, as ulama have not been doing uh, our duty. Uh, we should uh, we should always give the Muslims alternative uh, uh, to what the Islamic alternative to what the the uh, other people suggest, and especially Western civilization. Uh, so this this is a uh, general introduction to the importance of discussing matters like this. Now, the uh, the idea of human rights. And I cannot, I cannot claim that the idea itself was uh, offered just, just as a means of embarrassing Muslims or uh, an alternative to Islam also. Uh, in, uh, people who, 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 specialists in human rights, uh, say that, uh, that the reason why this became important uh, was because of what uh, uh, the Nazis did in, in Germany and so on. So they had, uh, they had their own reason for it. But now uh, we realize, and uh, Brother Ali and, uh, and myself agreed on, uh, on this, we both realized that this is now being used against Islam. Uh, you see, Islam stood up to communism. Uh, uh, Islam uh, Muslims continue to believe in the superiority of the Sharia huh? uh, despite what the, what the West says about democracy, about uh, capitalism, about liberalism and, uh, and so on. People continue to believe that the Sharia is superior and uh, 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 and, and there is a very strong movement now in the in, in the Muslim world about the necessity of going back to the Sharia. Uh, yesterday I, I I heard something interesting uh, on the BBC. Uh, it said that one of the Nigerian states, you know, Nigeria is divided into states. It says one of the Nigerian states, and it says that it's a very poor state. It was all. Yeah, I mean, an insignificant state, but suddenly it became very important and everyone started talking about it in Nigeria. Why? Because they declared that they will abide by the Sharia. <laughs> and uh, the uh, BBC correspondent said that the first result of that declaration was that all the prostitutes left the, the state. Uh, <laughs> they went to other state. Another uh, more important result and uh, more disturbing to the West was that other states, uh, many other states, not all the states, many other states um, uh, uh, said that 
they would follow the example of of this thing. So, so, uh, so Muslims, يعني, despite all the Western efforts hmm, to to present uh, capitalism and liberalism, democracy, and so on, as uh, as as the as the best alternative to whatever uh, people had in, in in history, or as the uh, as the only uh, suitable uh, arrangement, economic or political, uh, for the 20th century, uh, still Muslims continue to believe in the superiority of the Sharia. And so, uh, so they make, uh, uh, every time they come up with something uh, to embarrass uh, the Muslim or to be used to embarrass the Muslims, even uh, as I said, even, and I can't say that uh, uh, the idea of human rights was originally meant to be something against the Muslims. Now, how is it used now? Can you give me some examples of how the, this idea is used now? Just yes. 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 Um, okay. Something else. You. 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 you I, I have. I have here a copy of the declaration of the of the human rights. About thirty articles also. Uh, can you remember some of the articles which are not accepted by Muslims? Uh, and they are used. To some of the articles when when this uh, resolution was made in 1948 uh, some uh, Muslim countries I think in, uh, most importantly it was Saudi Arabia uh, had reservations about them, uh, about them. Uh, or if you don't remember the, 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 the articles uh, just give me examples like this how, how, how is the, this idea of human rights used now to embarrass Muslims Huh? Yes, but well, well, yes, well, a Muslim can also say there is no problem. Yes, okay, a Muslim can say well, this is what we choose. Hmm? Well, I'm asking you, could you attack the Prophet? Uh-huh. Like, if you attack the Prophet, no. Like, you know, kill him. No. Like, in Pakistan, I think it's just... Yes. They're putting pressure on them, you know, who you can, you know, hand the person if you're saying something, there's a Prophet. No. Mm. Yes, this is one. Uh, but but what, where is the human right here? Or what is the, where is the, which human right is violated now? Mm. Mm. Yes. But, uh, do you think that freedom of speech can be absolute? No, even, even here, it is not absolute. Suppose that now, now that someone um, wrote a paper uh, and he said that uh, uh, he praised uh, Hamas and he said that what they are doing to the uh, to the Israelis is something good and that, that they should be helped and so on. <laughs> if he is a non-American, he will be deported you know, uh, next day. So, <laughs> so. Uh, yes. Sometimes they try to say that human rights, as far as like a thief who has his hand cut off, mm-hmm. they say it's not human rights that you should cut his hand off his gun. Barbaric or. Yes, but what is the human right that is violated here? Um, 
no, no, there is no human right here. No. Capital punishment. Even here, they have capital punishment. No, in the in the in the in the declaration of the human rights, you see, whatever they do, is good. <laughs> so, uh, one of the, uh, I thought that this was uh, a very famous uh, example, that of the choice of religion. That, uh, what does Islam do to someone who uh, who leaves the religion? Hmm? Oh, it is con- it, uh, it's considered to be a crime, but they say, well, he he is free. Yeah. He should. This this is this is human right. Uh, he just as he had the right to to enter the religion, he should have the right to leave it. Another <coughs> right, uh, according to them, which they think we are violating, is the right of a woman to marry any man she likes. Were irrespective of the religion. So uh, now they are <coughs> using this, and I think that uh, recently a law was passed in the United States about uh, religious persecution or something. And uh, they think that some uh, some Islamic countries, like Saudi Arabia, Sudan, and so on, uh, don't have religious freedom. They, they, they want uh, some uh, church to be built in Mecca or, <laughs> or, or somewhere in Saudi Arabia or so on. Um, and, uh, and they say, why, why don't the Shia, why can't they have their own also, or the, the Shia called Husayniyat mosques in Saudi Arabia? Uh, but in fact, what they are saying about the Sudan is just uh, it's not true. Uh, so there is too much freedom of religion in the Sudan, in fact. <laughs> um, now, uh, I took part in, 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 in a seminar that was in Rome on uh, this concept of human rights. And uh, instead of defending uh, uh, Islam against it, uh, I started attacking them. And I, I, I said, that uh, there is a a large question for which you have no answer who made these rights rights what is the source Hmm? Uh, sometimes they say uh, some of them told me the Christians they said that at first we wanted to say uh, that this is something divine but then we remembered that there were atheists (laughs) So, uh, so we can't say it is divine uh, so what is what is it there? natural? Uh, what is the evidence that they are natural? Hmm? What is the evidence? Uh, uh, to say something uh, is natural, uh, you have to give an evidence. Otherwise, anyone can claim that this is natural. That is not natural. Uh, then, the best uh, answer they gave me was that. Uh, this is international, internationally accepted. I said, but you have just said that the Muslims had reservations on this, uh, on, on this declaration when it was made. So, if Muslims do not accept all these articles, then you cannot say that all of them are international. So, this, so, so that is not a good argument. Now, 
the only the, the, the only remaining thing is to say that this is a resolution passed by the assembly of the United Nations Assembly uh, but then a Muslim can say why should I abide by something which the majority of people in the world <laughs> or, or, or representatives of countries uh, of the United Nations decided why should I if I think it is, uh, it is wrong it is, uh, and in fact not only Muslims but uh, uh, people in other countries like China uh, Southeast Asia, Singapore and so on uh, they say that this is Western culture hmm? this is Western culture, you are imposing your culture on us in the name of uh, uh, human rights so you cannot say that uh, it is natural, you cannot say it is uh, international, you cannot say it is uh, good just because uh, it was passed by the majority of the uh, members of the uh, United Nations uh, Assembly uh, so it has no, it has no uh, ground to stand on. So of course that doesn't mean uh, that we reject everything in the declaration. But whatever we accept, we accept not, not because um, it is declared by the United Nations, but because we have uh, uh, evidence for it from our own religion. Like the sanctity, say, of human life. Right? We don't. Uh, we believe that uh, every human person, whether it's a Muslim or non-Muslim, has the right to live. So we don't uh, um, kill uh, human beings like we kill animals, or, uh, or so. So, so the, the, this is a right. Uh, our criticism of this also is that these rights are not inclusive of all rights. There are, from an Islamic point of view some very, very essential human rights which are not included here. Why? Because the West violates these rights. One of them, about which inshallah I intend to write an article, is uh, what we can call the right of uh, parenthood. Hmm? Uh, my son is my son. Hmm? <laughs> or my daughter, my child is my child you cannot deprive deprive me of being the father of that child whatever I do this is what they call an inalienable indefeasible <laughs> right and even uh, whatever I do to the child you can punish me you can take the child and put it into the custody of someone, uh, someone else but you cannot say that I am not the father or the mother of that child. Uh, this is a very fundamental uh, right in Islam. And, 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 and this is one of the most natural rights. <laughs> you have evidence uh, for, for, for the naturality, you can say, of this right. Because, and and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, in ummahatuhum illa Their mothers are only those who gave birth to them. The, the, uh, you can't uh, take um, a child and give it to someone else to adopt, to adopt it and say 
that this is its mother and that is its father. Because the mother did not give birth to that child, so it cannot be uh, its, uh, its mother. And uh, the same with the father. Now, and the woman, the, the mother, cannot, cannot say that the child which she gave birth to is not her child. But the father can. The father can. <laughs> because I mean, he can say, this is not my child. And, uh, 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 but even in that case, the child will not be adopted by someone else as its father. You can take care of the child, you can look after it, you can educate it, you can do whatever ihsan uh, to the child. Uh, but the child will not take your name or anyone else's name. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِلَّمْ تَعْلَمُوا آبَاءَهُمْ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ فِي الدِّينِ If you don't know their fathers, then they are your brothers in Islam. You say you call it Abdullah ibn Abdullah, <laughs> Abdullah, son of Abdullah, because whatever father is Abdullah. Uh, but, so this is a, a, a right which is officially violated at least in the United States I don't know what about uh, Western Europe or so and we have examples of, of, of very bad I mean, sad examples of, of some uh, family, Muslim families being deprived of their children the children were taken from them for the wrong reason they say so uh, a father hugging his uh, his daughter or kissing her, and and they describe this as child abuse, and the and and, and the court uh, deprived uh, the father uh, of his uh, child, children, gave them to a Christian uh, Christian family, and uh, 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 but later on. With the help of this uh, care, care, uh, care uh, institute, uh, institution, uh, I mean, they helped them. They collected some money, and uh, uh, a higher court uh, said that the first, uh, first, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, uh, uh, verdict. Yes, verdict was wrong. But adoption is irreversible. You, you mean you can reverse <laughs> what is natural, but you cannot reverse what is uh, adoption, which is not natural. And the children uh, remained with that um, Christian family, and uh, they made them, of course, Christians, were crosses and so on. And one Saudi prince was here, and uh, he gave donations to to, to, to care for, 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 to, to help him and he, then he said imagine if we did something like this in Saudi Arabia <laughs> if we took um, yeah, uh, Christian children uh, and gave them to a Muslim family what would they say about us uh, so, so there are uh, rights which from an Islamic point of view are very basic rights, but which are not acknowledged uh, in, by Western culture, and in fact which are 
violated. Uh, another more uh, very important uh, right, and, and this is mentioned in a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu uh, You remember the famous hadith um, in which the Prophet sallallahu asked one of the companions, "Ma ibad? What is the right of Allah uh, on his uh, on his uh, servants?" And the companion, what did the companion say? Allah Then what did the Prophet say? What is the right of Allah against us? You worship him and him alone. So that is the most important right. <laughs> it is Allah's right. And in fact all human rights emanate from that right. Uh, and then what is uh, what is the right of uh, ibad of slaves against Allah? Allah has rights and we have rights. In the, huh? Yes, uh, yes. So uh, uh, if you give him his right of worshipping none but him, then he will give you the right of not. Uh, put you in hellfire. Now, uh, I, I think, um, uh, I believe that every, uh, every duty can also be viewed as a right. Because if it is my duty to worship none but Allah, then it becomes also my, my right. And you should not deprive me of that. Uh, this is mentioned in so many verses in the Quran. In fact, this is the most important human right. The right to worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, don't you see him who, 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 who prevents a person from praying uh, so this is the most important human right the right to worship none but Allah now a western person can say what can they say if I say this yes they say that the person the right to worship him. Yes. They say, well, we agree, but we widen this right. We don't confine it to just uh, <laughs> worshipping none but Allah. You can't worship anything. Now, what do we say? We say that we tolerate. Yeah? We tolerate that, but we don't consider it as a right. Yeah. But otherwise, there would be contradiction. You can't say, it is your right to worship Allah, but it is also your right not to worship Allah. <laughs> uh, uh, so so uh, we say that the only right of worship is the right to worship none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, but we don't kill people <laughs> because they, uh, they, they don't worship Allah. We tolerate them. We tolerate them because 
we uh, hope to convert them to convince them uh, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because mm, I mean there is no use in, in, in killing everyone who doesn't uh, there would be no room for da'wah now <laughs> if everyone non-Muslim is killed <laughs> uh, so it is your duty to invite them to Islam and not to kill them so, so there is a difference uh, here uh, in, in the concept of uh, freedom of, uh, of worship Another more important, uh, uh, very important also aspect of this is what is worship? Mm. Uh, the West confines or understands worship in the Christian sense or in the secular sense. That it is, uh, it, it is so they confine worship to matters of uh, prayer. Um, to, or, or whatever, or Hajj, or so. But as you know, our concept of worship is is broader than this. Now, they say you have the right to worship, but then they confine worship to a very narrow aspect of life, and that is why. They don't consider that uh, it, is, it is the right, say, of the Sudanese or the Saudis or the Pakistanis uh, to, to, to make their state an Islamic state. From our point of view, this is, uh, this is a necessary part of our religion. So we will not be worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we have the ability to abide by Islamic laws and we don't so uh, so this is also one of the matters uh, on which we differ with the, uh, the, the that's all <laughs> if you have any questions no. also the general they can make it generalized on every religion. And then they compare it with that to the. No, no, no. Yes, yes. Uh, yes I, I, I once told uh, uh, one of our. A long time ago, I told one of our uh, teachers about this one, uh, philosophy teacher. I said to you that your problem is that uh, he used to say pre, uh, um, religion, religion. And I said, sir. Uh, do you know any religion other than Christianity? He said no. I said it's better to say Christianity than say than say religion, because much of what you say uh, doesn't apply to Islam. So this is true, because the the, the civilization is the because the, the civilization is the most powerful now civilization, and because they have become like masters of of the world. And, uh, they they think that whatever they have well, uh, must be the best thing. Uh, even those who don't believe in Christianity believe that Christianity is better than other religions. Why? Because it is the religion of the civilized uh, of the civilized people. Hmm? So it must be better than religion of backward people like uh, Muslims or so. Hmm? Uh, uh, and uh, sometimes uh, um, uh, people can do this unconsciously it, uh, and, and this is a human weakness <coughs> usually if you 
if you are brought up in, in a special culture, you tend to think of that culture as being the human culture. Yeah? You tend to think uh, of your language as being the human language. I remember uh, when I was, a uh, uh, long time ago, when I was very much younger, I, I visited uh, Czechoslovakia as um, uh, on a summer, or one of the, our students' uh, tours. And uh, uh, I went with some Sudanese to a party. Then I didn't like the party. And at about 12 uh, in the night, I left the place and I wanted to go to the hotel. But then I lost my way. And I don't speak the Czech language. I met uh, uh, a woman and I just mentioned the name of the hotel. And she started explaining to me in her language. I said, I don't understand. Then they, she started to talk slowly to Jami. I said, I don't understand. Uh, then she saw that I was dumb. Hmm? <laughs> and she hit me and went away. Why? Because for her, this is the la- this is the natural thing. Uh, uh, the same applies to dress. Uh, I know of some old people in Saudi Arabia that if you wear something that's different from what they wear, it's white. You should wear something beautiful. Yeah. Said uh, one of them. Said she saw me wearing this Sudanese turban. I said, "What? Why do you wear this? You wear something beautiful. What's beautiful?" He said, "It's good to me. This is good to me." And uh, so this is a human a human weakness. Uh, when the British, for example, came to the Sudan, they changed the times of of work, and that's for something that was something very bad. They just copied what they had in Britain. They start work at 8 or 9 and, uh, and that can be suitable in, 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 in Britain. Uh, but in, in the Sudan, people used to work immediately after Fajr prayer. And, 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 and uh, at that time, the, the weather would be I mean, better. You could, <laughs> they they changed the, 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 the times. Now this government is uh, changing that again. Uh, so uh, this is a human weakness. It's a human weakness. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, many people uh, in the West are not aware of this. They think that English is the best language in the world. Um, wearing a suit is the best dress in the world. Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever, being secular or Christian also is the natural thing to to be and so on. I Okay. I just wanted to ask, how do you respond to someone whenever they they tell you that religion is relative? Religion? Yeah. They don't only say religion is relative. Truth is relative. Yeah. Religion is relative. Morality is relative. Uh, everything. Uh, human rights is relative. Uh, this is called relativism. <laughs> Uh, it is a very weak, uh, weak uh, uh, position, uh, and, and it is contradictory. Because what do you what do you mean when you say religion for, or truth is relative? You mean to say that 
from your point of view, this is true. From my point of view, it is true. So, you don't say what I say is false, and I don't say what you say is false. But now, is this itself a truth or not? How did you know this? Hmm? You see, this is, do you see my point? Because when you say that truth is relative, you are stating a fact. Is that fact absolute or relative? Hmm? If it is relative, then you defeat your whole ideology. If it, if it is absolute, again you defeat uh, your... So it's a, so it's a self-defeating uh, kind of, uh, of ideology. And, uh, and it is also very harmful. It's very harmful. And it is not, um, it's not practical. You, ca- you, you, cannot, uh, you cannot act on it in actual life. Because then uh, you cannot uh, you cannot punish anyone for any anything he does. Hmm? Mm. Mm. You say why do you steal? And I say what's wrong in stealing? <laughs> you, you say it is a crime. I say yes, from your point of view it's a crime, not my my point of view. Hmm? Yeah, and uh, so, so you can't act on it. Uh, uh, some people apply it to certain aspects of life, not to others. Uh, uh, some of the atheists, in, in, in one great atheist in, 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 in Egypt wrote a book about the relativity of uh, interpreting interpretations of the Quran. And by the way, he was killed by someone. <laughs> and, uh, uh, every, uh, yes. So he said that uh, the, the Quran is from Allah no doubt about this but, but understanding of the Quran is human hmm? so whatever understanding of a verse huh, you, you, you claim to be and the, the correct understanding is this your point of view so I can understand the Quran in this way you understand it in this way uh, in one of the conferences here in, in, in in the United States, uh, one American, what they, they call them Islamists or so, uh, said uh, the same thing. He was defending uh, these people. And I said, uh, Do you apply this to all texts or just the Quran? Do you apply it to the American Constitution? I said. <laughs> then I said, If you apply it to the American Constitution, why have a Supreme Court? What, no, what do you call it? Supreme Court? Huh? Yeah. yeah. And does it apply to, to your laws? Hmm? I go to a court, the judge says, uh, uh, you are convicted of a crime, so on, so on. I said, Your Honor, I differ with you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is your understanding of the law. <laughs> I understand it in a different way. So, you cannot even communicate. Huh? Uh, you say something, and I say, uh, for example, suppose uh, that you said uh, that so and so is a very good person, he's truthful, and so on. And I, and I say, uh, uh, oh, I think you said that that person is a bad person. You say, no, I, I said he's a good person. I said, this is how I understand what you said. <laughs> and then, uh, then language use, loses its. Uh, 
uh, it's what they call it, it's function. We cannot communicate if, if everything becomes uh, uh, relative. <coughs> now. Now. Ah, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. Yeah. You see, uh, uh, this again is uh, also human weakness that uh, it is difficult for a person to see his mistakes, and the same applies to people. Uh, whatever they do is for them and very natural. Uh, I remember also in that conference to which I referred to one uh, uh, woman, I think she was uh, feminist also, uh, said, uh, Why do Muslims cover like this? I said, and why do you go half naked like this? <laughs> and she, 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 she never thought of this. Hmm? Because for her, it is something very natural. To wear a mini skirt, very natural. What is not natural is to cover. So you don't have to give arguments from Islam or Islam. You just say, and why do you do this? If you have a good answer, I will give you also uh, people, pe people, people take what they do for granted and they think that is the natural thing to do uh, but when they become the problem is that when they become powerful people not only they but the weaker nations also take them as a standard <laughs> and they uh, I, I remember also I was given a lecture a long time ago in, in, in London and then one uh, Muslim uh, raised his hand and said uh, why don't we eat pork? I was going to answer but then my chairman said no, I will take care of him so, okay. he asked him why don't we eat dogs? he couldn't answer <laughs> then he said you see I, I, I tell you why because the British don't eat them You never thought of asking that question because people in Britain don't eat dogs. If they ate dogs, you would have said, why don't we eat dogs in Islam? <laughs> no. No. You were talking earlier about freedom of religion. No. 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 Did you hear that? No. Okay. You repeat it? No. No. I'll give them the mic.
No, but there is always, always the, I mean, this is in the book, you give them three chances. If someone say, says something which makes him a Kafir, huh? and then he says, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I repent, and La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, and I, I think I, I did something wrong, you don't kill them. Uh, they say that the exception is that if he some, says something bad about the Prophet because then this is something personal and the Prophet is not here uh, if the Prophet were here he would have say he, he had the right he would have the right to excuse him uh, but we don't have that right but, uh, but even about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, if he repents then we accept his repentance even if he says something bad about Allah, about the Quran, whatever. Uh, no. Again he says something, say about a year, <laughs> a year later or two years later. He reneges again. Again we give him a second chance. After the third time, there is no chance for him. <laughs> No. Can you just uh, so, elaborate on the giving that person an opportunity to repent? Is there a time frame? Is there, mm, there is no. There is no time uh, agreed on. Uh, uh, according to some uh, some fuqaha, uh, uh, I don't know. I think it is. No, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't, does anyone remember? I don't think that there is any limited time. No. Uh, because Omar said uh, about someone who was killed, uh, you should have imprisoned him and give him, given him just one loaf of bread a day, and, but he didn't say for how long. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. I think so, I think so. Uh, but the ayah, you see, there is a very important rule. Uh, you don't, you don't put an ayah against a hadith. Hmm? If you are doing this just to ask, huh? just for the sake of knowledge, why does the ayah say this? It seems to me that the ayah contradicts the hadith. Then it's okay. But uh, if you are told that the prophet said so and so and you deny what the Prophet said on the basis of an uh, a verse, then that is the wrong, um, that is the wrong method of, uh, of interpreting the, the religion. Because the ayah which you understood, the Prophet understood also. <laughs> huh? You can't understand the ayah better than the Prophet So if the hadith is authentic, then you don't put it against the, 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 the Quran. Okay. And now, some people do this. They, they deny some of the hadith which talked about Ridda. Mm-hmm. And uh, they quote this, this verse. They say that the verse, this means that people have the freedom. Amanu, then they kafaru. 
then they amalu then they kafaru so and so first as i said it is wrong as, as a method this is wrong secondly the ulama would say there is no contradiction between this and the hadith because the hadith didn't say the moment he says utters a word of kufr you cut off his throat <laughs> You 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 argue with him. You invite him to Islam again. You give him a chance. To perhaps you punish him. You told, and I didn't say. So in fact, some of the ulama say that uh, this is the basis for giving him uh, three chances. Nalazina amanu, thumma kafar. Thumma amanu, thumma kafar. Thumma zadu kufran. Uh, can you uh, give me some of the reasons why uh, why a person who uh, who commits ridda is, uh, is to be killed some of the hikmah why just one heard from me don't mention no heard from me uh, yeah, but, well, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't think I did. Okay. Mm. Um, it's, it's not, um, that he would cause more of a harm to Islam because he had entered the fold of Islam and had accepted or had learned more about Islam. So once he leaves that fold of Islam, he's more of a threat that he can actually tell um, the kuffar about maybe some of the inside. Uh, and that was just hardening for the other Muslims who were just accepting Islam yeah. and then they would see the people who they would look up to that yeah. they are intelligent people and they are leaving so maybe there is something yes, yeah, the same uh, thing yes, okay yes, this is what uh, he said has okay. yes no, 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 same thing uh, now, any other reason? Do we kill them if they kept this to themselves? No, because we don't know. Hmm? Uh, it becomes a crime when you express this. Uh, any other hikmah? No. For example, when somebody says to become a Muslim, especially hmm. they just the chain, the thing to become a Muslim, and all these people become a Muslim, that means become a Muslim with them, or, you know, it's not becoming Muslim out of belief, it's not Allah and it's not like the game you go enter and you go out and you enter and you go out. You're there, you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the question is why? I mean, it's not like, uh, imagine it's uh, during um, a decade or something, you know, mm. these hippies, you know, people who put tattoos, you know, mm. they put tattoos and they're stuck with it for the rest of their life. Mm. It's not like something, oh, I'll put it now, I'll change it later, just because I'm young now, or just because it's a thing to do to become a Muslim. Yeah. Man, man, man. Uh, yes. 
that they see that this is the truth and therefore they accept it as the truth. No. Now, for them to, to depart from Islam, then what is the reason for doing so? I changed my mind. I thought that this was the truth. Okay. Now, uh, I don't think... Mind, they, I mean, basically, they, they made a very conscientious uh, why should that apply to Islam only? Suppose I was, uh, I, I, I became uh, Jewish, and then I changed my mind. You kill me? Okay. Tell me what I said. <laughs> Perhaps I forgot it now. Uh-huh. You said that uh, if somebody gets entered in Islam, mm. he might influence others, no. especially the young, that, mm. you know, who are in this position mm. in their time. Mm. They might see somebody moving away and then just get influenced. Mm. That's why he's doing it. This is one of the, I think this is one of the reasons. A person can influence um, his wife, his children, uh, some of his relatives, his friends, and uh, so on. So if he keeps it to himself, we don't. That's not a crime. But once he starts advocating and this, uh, this, then uh, just to protect uh, other people, uh, we prevent him from from doing this. And uh, and sometimes I think it is good for the person himself uh, because you might have doubts. Perhaps many of you went through stages like this. Uh, sometimes at a certain stage in your life, or because you are exposed to some foreign ideologies or so, uh, you might start having some doubts uh, about certain aspects of the religion. Uh, now, if you are told that you can't express this, huh? yeah. so you will keep it, keep it to yourself. And then you might eventually change your mind no one knows about this but if you say I don't believe in this aspect of Islam or I don't believe in that then you might find yourself committed to, to, uh, to this and it becomes difficult for you to change your mind again so, so to protect you is to protect you, 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 you yourself uh, that you are told not to you know, express this. No. I would think that uh, a person that's educated in Islam and is most explicit is more dangerous than a person who doesn't know about Islam. So this person that maybe knows Quran or something like this can destroy it from Hadith and destroy the Hadith to uh, persuade people not to accept Islam as opposed to somebody who's ignorant about the Quran and the Hadith. Mm-hmm. So they won't have a, a, a apparent appearing style of design as an individual who may know something and twist it to turn people away from the but, but don't you think that someone might say to you, I can study Islam without becoming a Muslim, like many Orientalists now. Perhaps they have more knowledge than most of us about Islam. And they do say something, some bad things about Islam. <coughs> yeah, I mean, you don't have to be a Muslim to study Islam. And, uh, and, uh, uh, but it can say something about uh, Muslims. Someone might say, uh, Yes, I was with these people in this dust for a year or so. I know them very well. 
uh, and, the, and, and, and uh, so I left them uh, because of so and so and so and so and so and so and I mean that can influence some people someone can say well this person knows these people very well so uh, so uh, he, he must have left them for a good uh, for a good reason even if they don't know that reason so in, in this respect yes now even if the person is in the process of the second, even if the, the, the person mm. is in the middle of the world, and that's the first time 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 of the and if I know, no. You know that, you know, in our walks and cultures here the Christians, we might uh, meet some Christians who come under the influence of Orientalists or, no. you know, come under this force and starting to call Muslim Muslim apologists mm. and have gone into different aspects of Islam try to argue the point instead of, you know, they turn around, I know you're trying to give me doubt, mm. so I'm going to give you my doubt, mm. but I'm going to tell you what's wrong with what the end, because they, you know, the force of them have become, you know, to a point where you say, you know, I'm tired of you Muslims saying their mistakes in the Bible, mm. now let's look at the Quran, mm. and I'll tell you your mistakes, and mm. you point out no. some, no. many issues that... Mm. They couldn't possibly, without studying the Arabic language, mm, mm. have. But so they're getting some things from mm. oriented to this and mm. something like this. These people, mm. are we to carry on these uh, discussions with them and try to, like you said, speak about the truth? And, you know, when they might even, as Christians, might even bring up these human rights, rights issues and say something like, okay, this is an answer. Uh, no. Let it no. They might even quote it in, no. you know, to try to say, well, no. but at the same time, they know, like you said, pick that hadith, no. instead of saying, but your prophet told you to kill, no. you know, so what do you do? To no. Uh, the other thing I say, uh, don't reply to, uh, to something like this publicly and it's influencing everyone. But if it is just a question that is raised by an individual, uh, you don't collect things like this from individuals and then write a book about them. So you will be spreading uh, uh, So the ulama says, don't do this. Uh, but, but you can confine your answer to the individual who raised the, the, the question. No. Uh, okay. He asked many questions. No, huh? No. From my understanding, the right of the person is part of the community, the denial of Allah, don't ask for help, the you know, it's still yes, I know. Don't ask, don't tell. I know. Basically, the person who denies 
he has that right as long as he doesn't tell anybody. No, he doesn't have the right. He doesn't have a right. Uh, because the right is something, uh, something important. He doesn't have the right. Uh, but he has the right not to be killed. No. He doesn't have the right to even to believe this in his heart. No. But he has the right not to be killed because you, have, you don't have any evidence uh, for that. Now. Welcome back. Welcome back. How about those who, yeah, I'm doing this more and more in the United States context, that there are many people in high positions who are the opposite, keeping Islam in their hearts. Uh, ah. was, I mean, because it's a confusing thing for those of the young people growing up and saying that, uh, like the brothers of the Orientalists, many of them are coming very close to you know, being more knowledgeable. Mm. Not, definitely not equivalent to our scholars, but mm. the average Muslim. No. The more knowledgeable than the average Muslim. No. At that point, uh, how often, how far can we stretch this thing to say a person has the right to never declare their Islam publicly? No, you can't say to never declare their Islam publicly. Uh, uh, but but uh, there must be some reasons for that. Um, some people I uh, I heard about someone. I met him, but he didn't tell me this. Uh, I thought that he was a Muslim, but he never said that he's a Muslim. And, and people told me, and the people who claimed to know him told me uh, that he said that he's defending Islam and so on, and that he said. If I declare that I'm a Muslim, then uh, much of my, uh, my, my my defense of Islam will, will lose uh, its uh, its force. Uh, now I am pretending to be uh, an ordinary Westerner, <laughs> and uh, I am looking at this religion objectively, and uh, so, and this is what I, I say. But if I say, I say I'm a Muslim, uh, I mean. Or if someone is afraid, yeah. Yeah. so some uh, it it is uh, in Egypt, for example, uh, it is very dangerous for a, uh, a Copt hmm? huh? to declare that he is a Muslim. He, 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 his, even his parents might kill him, hmm? mm. and so he has to leave the country. Also, you know. uh, now, so there must be a reason. Uh, there must be a reason for. No. Yeah, um, just uh, give an example of this type of person. I know of one. No. Uh, Thomas Who? Thomas, Thomas Peter. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Peter, he has made a translation of Quran mm. into English. Mm. And uh, he has given thoughts about this man. Mm. Because he doesn't claim everything. Mm. And some people even do. Uh, they say that he's a Muslim? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, but not not everyone about uh, whom people say this uh, is a Muslim. I know, not want to mention the name, uh, but I know of someone who used to have a beard and so on, <laughs> and who used to talk very nicely about Islam here and in the Muslim world, and many people um, said that uh, he's a Muslim or perhaps he's a Muslim but then he turned out to be just uh, he, he was he, I think he was doing some political job also collecting information <laughs> uh, 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 inside information <laughs> uh, from Muslims because you see some 
some Muslims can be very gullible, you see, when they say someone with a beard and he says a few good words about Islam and then they say, yes, now, okay, he comes, now. No, I was in fact referring to Esposito, yes. <laughs> no. No. Yes. No. No? Of course not. Of course not. Because what is the meaning of Laila Hailu? Meaning Laila Hailu is that I worship man but Allah. No, no one is worthy of worship except Allah. You say this and you don't worship Allah, and, you <laughs> and, and 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 you defend people who don't worship Allah. So, so no, no. Uh, some I know some Orientalists. I met a long time ago. So I met one young person also. Uh, it was a, uh, a new uh, oriental and I said uh, uh, for someone who doesn't know the prophet hmm, I might excuse him if they say that he's a liar so like many of your people here. but now you studied Arabic you know the prophet hmm. what do you think of him? I think he's a good person uh, I don't know I'm not talking about that <laughs> I know he's a good person <laughs> uh, was he a prophet? in a way yes <laughs> in a way uh, so it, it, now the, many of these orientalists who study Islam find it really very embarrassing for them uh, to deny uh, the prophethood of Muhammad because what, what can you say about him? if you say he is a liar then you cannot say about anyone else that he is truthful <laughs> because if a person like Muhammad is a liar then who is truthful? you will contradict yourself what uh, you, they say uh, sometimes that uh, one of the foolish things that he was epileptic hmm? Hmm. so and then someone from the Orientalist themselves he said if this is the result of epilepsy eh? <laughs> it is very good to be epileptic <laughs> if you can produce something like this uh, like the Quran or, uh, and uh, so there is no someone said uh, he wasn't a prophet but he but he was uh, but he was honest in believing that he was a prophet so he's not a liar hmm? uh, but he's not a prophet <laughs> he was very honest and uh, then the question is did he live under this um, deception self-deception for 23 years what kind of person is this? and why didn't the people around him to so many of, of most of them were very intelligent, honest people. Why didn't they discover that he was just uh, deceived? So there is no good reason for for saying that. Uh, and I, I think that uh, Orientalist people like Esposito they must be very unhappy people. And uh, I, I think they are unhappier 
than many of the atheists. Very unhappy. And you can't read the Quran, the life of the Prophet and so on, and continue to say uh, that Islam is not uh, is, is not a true religion. You can't say this. Question. Who is the right? One, two, three, four, five. No. Huh? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I Huh? Uh, 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 Yes, to consider them as Muslim. Because this is the fitra. Because everyone is born Muslim. So if they die as the children of the of the I don't know. Because they assume that they will not uh, they will go to paradise anyway, whether you pray for them or not. Because they are children. Bismillah Rahman Rahim. Ya ha ya